0: Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio. All about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey.
1: All right, folks. Welcome to FM 96.1 AM 1170. We are the answer. This is Gun Sports Radio. Please visit our website at www.gunsportsradio.com, or you can go to facebook.com backslash gunsportsradio. You can send us questions. You can send us responses. Maybe you have a topic that you'd like us to talk about. Please feel free to send us an email or on Facebook. We'd be happy to help you. This segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue, 10 to 10, seven days a week, TheGunRangeSanDiego dot com is their website. The San TheGunRangeSanDiego dot com. You will love it when you go there. It's personalized service for first time shooters, second time, or long time makes no difference. They cater to anybody and everybody. Great ranges, great range uh, stewards. They will help you every way, shape, or form. Tons of training. Lance went through their CCW program as well as. Uh, working with San Diego County gun owners uh, website with a great video that shows you how to walk yourself through it. And I think we're up to how many uh, CCWs uh, uh,
2: a week now? Uh, About 40. 40 40. issued a week. There are over 1,800, almost 2,000 uh, issued in the county, which is up by about 900. And prior to San Diego County gun owners shaking the trees
1: and asking hard questions to politicians, like sheriffs and whatnot, I think we had 3 million people in San Diego and we had 1,500 yeah. CCW, even, even less, yeah. about 1,100. 1,100 is out of 3 million people. What do you suppose the problem is there, my friends? Mm-hmm. But be that as it may, hey, we've got a uh, very special guest on the line. Da-da-da.
2: You want to introduce
1: him?
3: You know what? I I think uh, Mikey's going to introduce You want to introduce him, Mikey? Come on, Mikey. Very special guest.
2: He's been a friend of mine for years. He's a fantastic uh, warrior when it comes to the Second Amendment Mm -hmm. and has been for a long time. And I'm very honored to uh, have him on the show and talk about his latest victory. That would be state senator-elect Brian Jones.
3: And he's a lovely man.
2: Absolutely. Congratulations, bud.
4: Hey, guys. What's happening?
1: You are. You are. You're always happening. I'm trying.
2: trying. Congratulations on your win. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud of the uh, race you ran and uh, very proud of all your efforts. Yep. Very clean. Yep. And uh, I'm just so happy to have you back up in Sacramento representing us and representing gun owners. How how does it feel to be uh, a newly elected state senator?
4: Well, it's, it's sinking in uh, gradually uh, as people are calling me Senator. I I can promise you (laughs) it, uh, Bill and Janice Jones uh, never thought that their son would, one of their sons, would ever be called senator. So, uh, wow. it's kind of a shock to the en- entire Jones family. But uh, we're getting used to it, and uh, we're going to make the most of it. We're we're going back up in, um, you know, some very challenging times. As you guys know, uh, in June we had the recall of the Democratic senator. Uh, tax raising center money that put the Republicans back to 14, and so we broke the supermajority, which was great for the end of session because they had a bunch yeah. of stuff on the books that was going to need two thirds approval in the Senate, and the Republicans were able to hold together and and not and you know block those bad things from happening. What is Unfortunately, the let, let, uh, actually, shall-
2: I was going to ask. So I, I a lot of people hear the term supermajority. Uh can you just, you know, give a give a little little brief summary. What does that actually mean? Why why do people why well, should people care about a supermajority? What's what's the difference between a majority and a supermajority and what can they, can't they do?
4: Sure, in most legislatures uh around the country, you care about the majority or the minority. So you want to have 50% plus 1 or you're or or you don't matter. In California, Uh, the way our constitution is set up in our legislature is a a super majority is two thirds of the legislature. Uh, Any tax bill, uh, any fee, um, anything to do with elections. uh, There's lots of, there's lots of issues that require a two thirds vote, a vote. Uh, If the legislature wants to put an initiative on the ballot, uh, that requires a two thirds vote. So, in the assembly, you need 20. You need uh, 52 members, and in the um, senate, you need uh, you need 26. So, to block the supermajority in the assembly, you need 28 members, and in the senate, you need 14 members. Th- that, those two, 28 and 14 block the supermajority. So
2: right now and, Democrats are going into twenty nineteen will have a supermajority in the Senate and the Assembly? In both houses. Oh my gosh. So they they're pretty much whatever they right. whatever they want done, they can get done.
4: And it also is veto proofs the governor. So for example, if the legislature, you know Brown Brown was pretty good at um, vetoing some stuff. We expect Uh, Newsom to veto a lot fewer, I mean, I don't know if he'll veto anything. Um, And uh, I mean, I don't know what it would take to get Newsom to veto something that, you know, Brown had vetoed. So, but now the legislature is veto-proof in both houses, meaning if if Newsom vetoes something, the legislature has enough votes if they can get all their members to, you know, corralled to override a veto. Now they can override any veto that newsom uh puts out
2: and what's your take on the election like why you know why did uh, i mean republicans uh pro-gun candidates you know not all republicans are pro-gun not all pro-gun candidates are republicans but those two groups republicans and pro-gun candidates got shellacked in california pretty yeah. much up and down the state yeah. if you had to you know what yeah what, what's your take on that what, what, do you, what do you think happened
4: well and and I, and I appreciate your attitude on, you know, that not, you know, that it's not a hundred percent correlation uh, and in, in the rest of the country, that's certainly true. In California, it's, you know, it's probably 99% you know, correlated that Democrats are anti-gun and Republicans are uh, second amendment supporters. Mm-hmm. So um, look, look in Orange County, which used to be called Reagan country, and San Diego County, for that matter. But Orange County used to be you know, one of the most reliable Republican conservative areas in the country. And as of two weeks ago, there's no Republican congressman in Orange County. None wow. out of six. First- we used to have six out of six. We used to have six out of six. Now we have zero out of six. First time ever. First and time it's so- ever even
2: been anywhere close to that. that.
4: So, what's the reasoning? What what would you say, Barker.
2: What was the reasoning?
1: Why would you? Why do you say it's flipped like that?
4: Well, I I think it's. I'm hoping, Dave, that that it's a unique uh, situation for this electoral period of time. You know, um, for the first time since the '60s, a Democrat carried Orange County in the presidential election. Hillary Clinton carried. Orange County over Donald Trump. And so the, the Democrats just saw an opportunity there to oh, yeah. pick to pick up seats. I don't think they ever intended to pick up. They already had two. So there was four uh, Republican seats. I don't think they ever thought they were going to get all four. Mm-hmm. But they knew that they could get, you know, they knew they had ISA. Yeah. You know, that's why he quit. And um, uh, Royce, you know, that's why he quit. Ah, uh, Barker was just stubborn enough to stay in there, and Walters was stubborn enough to stay in there, mm-hmm. uh, and we lost them all. But they, the Democrats, spent a hundred million dollars in Orange County just on the congressional races.
2: Wait a minute! Did, so the Demo- Democrat, a hundred million dollars was spent just yeah. in the county, just in Orange County, one hundred million dollars yeah. by uh, for for Democrat uh, um, candidates on the congressional level. That's crazy, right? That could have fixed our homeless military problem
4: it could have fixed a lot of problems a lot of problems
2: what a waste of money so we just have about a yeah. minute and a half here, Brian we're going into 2019 and I don't think it's an understatement to say that gun owners are are scared they're afraid um, what, do, what do you Great. think how's, how's it look uh, how's it you know what, 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 what you know what are you guys going to be able to do to fight back what, what, what do you see happening Give us just a quick rundown.
4: Well, right now there's a couple of vacancies on the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals that Trump is going to have the uh, ability to fulfill to fill. So hopefully we're going to be able to um, uh, moderate the Ninth Circuit because that's what that you know after next year that's what we're stuck with. We've got no legislative solutions right now. Um, you know this next governor is has promised to be as anti-gun. The most anti-gun governor ever and the legislature is going to agree with him on that it, and so we've got to get all of our second amendment attorneys they got to start paying attention right now we got to start fundraising for that activity because that's that's what we're going to be left with you know right. fighting this we can win in the courts and it's unfortunate that that's what we're left with right. but that you know that's that's the genius of our founders is they gave us three branches of government. Um, yeah. And if that's the branch we're left to fight with, that's the branch we're left to fight with.
1: All right. So have you gotten your Teflon underwear ordered before you go to I Sacramento? The whole the, the whole body suit. There you go. You, I was starting small, but you're smarter than I am. You started big. All right, Senator. Right. Thank you very much. I can't wait to see you at KUSI so I can call you Senator in person.
4: <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate your support. Hey,
1: we're here for you 100%, my friend. All right, folks, we're going to take a small break. Hey, but before I do that, don't forget to go to Trident Gunsmithing to get your weapons worked on, cleaned up, modified. Or if you're a hunter, get all the updated information from hunting classes to way you can actually cook your food if, once you've hunted it and you have to learn how to clean it out. All right there at Trident Gunsmithing. Go to www.tridentgunsmithing.com, tridentgunsmithing.com.
5: message and data rates may apply guys got hair loss i know what you're thinking should i shave my head comb it over wear a hat just stop this isn't 1970 keep your hair and your confidence because bosley america's number one hair restoration expert can give you your real hair back permanently check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star one to eight five eight five zero dude you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment people all over the country trust bosley because they're ahead of the curve they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back and the best part bosley's permanent solution is protected by the bosley guarantee Let them show you, for free, how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850.
6: no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz, where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626.
7: NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify.
5: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All
1: right, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170. We are the answer.
3: I'm Dave. Hey, and I'm Lance. And I'm look, Michael Schwartz. Look
2: Mikey. Yeah, from
1: San Diego County Gun Owners dot $10 a month. Just $10 a month. Hook them up. Hey, don't forget, Trident Gunsmithing, 858-577-0576. Go to TridentGunsmithing.com for all your gun needs, whether it's modifications, bringing you into compliancy, maybe checking the guns out, finding out how old they are, what are they worth. Trident Gunsmithing to take care of all your needs. And if you like to hunt, that's where you need to be. TridentGunsmithing.com. Check these boys out. All right. Hey, we've got Mr. John Dillon in the house. That would be the law firm of Gatsky Dillon, and Balance LLP. Go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com, or you can call John at 760-431-9501, and he will be more than happy to talk to you about anything to do with the legal aspects of gun ownership. And after this election, you can see the steam coming off of the top of his head. Oh, I like that. How's it going, guys? Yeah, I thought you would. I thought you'd like that. Because, nice heck, you're probably busier now than you're ever going to be.
8: Okay, it's definitely a fairly accurate description, and uh, my wife's definitely annoyed of all my ranting and raving <laughs> over uh, the election results in California. That's for sure.
1: Isn't that yeah. insane?
8: Yeah. All right, uh, today I had a, a new topic to discuss, something that... Uh, made some waves recently uh, in California. Um, You know, we're so used to the California handgun roster and the micro-stamping requirements uh, that have basically prevented any new handguns from being uh, placed on the California roster. Uh, It was sent shockwaves uh, through the community when people heard that Franklin Armory had an AR-style pistol be approved for the California handgun, Ross. Any of you guys hear about that?
3: I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. What's the skinny on that?
8: So, essentially, uh, you know, they went uh, the, the Cali key route in the sense that uh, they developed a bolt-action uh Uh, AR-style pistol, and because it's full-action, it's not semi-automatic. It doesn't have to be the vipersetering requirements in California uh, to be put on the handgun roster. But with California being the way California is, you know, a a week or two after that uh, went public and everyone realized that they can now uh, purchase an AR-style pistol on California roster. Uh, we got a DOJ notice uh, that was sent out uh, clarifying various things and issuing warnings on uh, single-shot or bolt-action uh, pistols. Essentially, the DOJ uh, provided everyone a nice little warning that if you were to purchase uh, a bolt-action or break-action pistol and then convert it to semi-automatic function after purchasing it, Uh, you may be uh, illegally manufacturing an unsafe handgun under California law. And uh, this is something that we've all, in the legal community, has been a worry. We kind of predicted that uh, the DOJ was going to try to go down this route, although legally they really don't uh, have any grounds to make this kind of uh, claim. But it's been a worry. We,
2: yeah, who uh, wants to be that test case?
8: Yeah, exactly. So uh, I've been very cautious when it came to people with their, uh, you know, single shot or break action bolt action pistols uh, with regard to uh, meeting an exemption under the, the California roster requirements. Uh, with this DOJ notice, they're, they're essentially saying that you may or may not be, uh, you know, committing a misdemeanor violation. Uh, by converting your firearm, because it may or may not be considered manufacturing. Uh, and if you're manufacturing a new handgun when you convert these these pistols, uh, you may be considered uh, manufacturing an unsafe handgun.
2: So, John, so, John, can I ask just just to clarify here? So, if yeah. if you go down to your local gun shop, who is also, uh, you know, a manufacturer? They have a license, uh-huh. they're properly licensed to, to manufacture as well. And, and you buy, let's say a single shot, uh, AR, right. It's born a single shot AR or I'm sorry, yeah. uh, yeah, AR pistol. It'd be, it have to be a pistol. Uh,
8: bolt action or break. Action.
2: Bolt action or break. All right. Um, Oh, bolt action or break action. So, and, and, but it's still single shot.
8: Yeah. Single shot okay. bolt action or break action.
2: All right, and you, you buy that, so now you have a bolt-action or break-action single-shot AR pistol, and, and that's how you avoid getting a pistol that's not on the gun roster. And now if you take that exact same pistol back in to the manufacturer and say, hey, convert this to semi-automatic, they're saying that that may or may not be a violation.
8: Yeah, so essentially, because even uh, licensed manufacturers, in, in order to manufacture uh, uh, a handgun or sell a handgun, it has to be on the roster. And if it's not on the roster, it has to fall into an exemption. And but, there's, but there's
2: no guidance actually, on, on how it may or oh, may yeah. not be.
8: Exactly. So <laughs> we, we don't have like any true definitions of manufacture, what is manufacturing in, under California you know, statutory law. So we generally would then defer back to federal law and their definition. And under federal law, it's very clear, you know, modification of drop-in parts, changing up receivers, putting in triggers, barrels, all that type of stuff, it's not considered manufacturing. Uh, But, again, this is one of those ways that the DOJ in California uses that, you know, undefined, uh, you know, we don't know excuse to try to overregulate and overreach when it comes to enforcing law firearms. Uh, and this is just another way that, although the law doesn't truly support it, you know, they're gonna do their best to you know uh, enforce it the way they're gonna interpret it. And you know, uh, someone may have to you know, defend themselves in court for doing something as simple as changing a drop in part now
2: because of the doj's position so then john uh, and it's just it,
8: one as, those things. you gotta be careful
2: as an attorney um what would you recommend uh would you either would you recommend someone just not do it or is there a way that you would recommend that would make it most likely to be uh legal uh, you know what, what, what do you recommend how what do people do now with that information
8: all right these days i'm very cautious uh with what you should and shouldn't do when it comes to these you know kind of unknown undefined areas of the law uh but i will say uh, the best thing to do if you're going to buy one of these pistols that are break action or bolt action i uh, i would not convert it at least until there's a little more uh guidance and we have a little more precedent to go on in regard to the california law uh there's no issue on the federal level of Making any kind of conversion like that, but uh, we're in uh, an iffy environment, uh, to say the least, when it comes to California law. And you know, with this notice that the DOJ's you know ha- ha- that they've issued, they're essentially saying, "Don't try it," uh,
2: you know, because
8: you very well may be uh, charged with something if you do.
2: You might be the test uh, case.
8: And it's, yeah, and the wishy-washy language just kind of supports the fact that. Uh, they're not going to commit to anything, but they're leaving the door wide open uh, to charge someone if, if they feel that they can get through the court. So uh, I'd be very careful with any of these type of conversions, uh, you know, even after legally purchasing a firearm. Uh, if, you, if you purchase a firearm through a, a single shot, break action or bolt action exemption for the, the, the roster... I'd be very careful with uh, converting it to semi-automatic
2: afterwards. Well, let me ask you this: if if someone said, "Hey, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to do it," uh, and then I'm going to call up the DOJ and say, "Hey, take me to court," and they say, "Okay, you're on." Um, what do you What do you think? Do you think it would win in court? How far would it have to go? Or what are your thoughts on that?
8: Again, you know, uh, no one ever really wants to be a test case in that sense because of this criminal liability that you're dealing with. Right, uh, And it could be a very long court process that will involve a lot of time, effort, money, and just real liability for the person entering it. Uh, legally speaking, if we were to have objective, uh, you know, review of the law, I don't think that the California DOJ has anything to stand on. Uh, and I think that they would lose in the end, uh, just with regard to what is defined as manufacturing under federal law. Uh but again, uh, with these courts, we're just talking. You know, you had Brian Jones on talking about the Ninth Circuit and the the way that we have judicial activists in this state when it comes to Second Amendment rights. Uh, you never know, uh, and it it could go any which way. But I would, uh, I definitely love to be involved in in a fight like that uh, from a legal perspective. And I, I think the winning argument is on our side.
1: Yeah. Hey, are you calling on your Tesla? Yes, I am. Trade that slug <laughs> in. That's the worst phone hookup I've ever heard. All right. I'm in a bad area, that's for sure. Hey, are you coming to work on Monday? Yes, I am. I'll come see you. Sounds good. All right, folks. That's Attorney John Dillon from Gasky, Dillon & Balance, LLP. Go to CAFirearmsLaw.com, and you can call him at 760-431-9501. He loves talking law. And he wants to help you. Hey, how can you make your AR rifle legal and keep your features? Well, if you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping scope, four grips, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is a cost effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future proof your AR from all these horrible California laws. They're bad before, they're terrible now. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can't afford. Go to Cali Key, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. And last but not least, if you signed up for FirearmsLegal.com, you got to get yourself protected for $10 a month. That's FirearmsLegal.com, your whole family. 24-hour protection in case you get pulled over and you have a gun issue. Maybe there's a gun in your car. You didn't know it was in there. You need help. FirearmsLegal.com. Take the pressure off, $10 a month. Check them out. Hey, this is FM 96.1 AM 1170. We are the answer. And this is Gun Sports Radio. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, if you got a gun that needs to be uh, maybe worked on, brought up to standards, or maybe you don't even know what the heck it is, you adopted it and now you have it and you don't know what to do with it, go to the experts, Trident Gunsmithing. Go to www.tridentgunsmithing.com, tridentgunsmithing.com. They'll be more than happy to look at that weapon and tell you everything you need to know about it. And if you mentioned you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170, there's a nice little discount in there for you as well. So make sure you stop by, see Dan or Juan or Tosh. Those guys will be more than happy to help you out. TridentGunsmithing.com. Especially if you're a hunter, don't forget TridentGunsmithing.com. Also, how can you make your AR legal and keep your features? If you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, Four grip and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is a cost effective and easy solution that allows you to keep your AR compliant and future proof your AR from all these horrible California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check them out www.calikey.com. That's K A L I K E Y. Dot com. All right, hey, this segment's brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, the Nordstroms of gun ranges, just not the price. And that's the cool thing about it. Gun Range San Diego located at 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to dot com for all the training and specials and all the wonderful things you can find when you get there. First-time shooter, second-time shooter, old shooters uh, gun range san diego loves them all and treats them all just like family hey right now we got casey on the line he calls in on sundays and he's going to talk about range etiquette and safety what's the matter bud you had somebody trying to pass you on the left
7: <laughs> you know what happens um <laughs> You know, that's kind of one of the big things that we have in our ranges here is yes, we are in a public range and we have a lot of people that come in, but in the end of the day, it is our range and we expect everybody to obey our rules. Uh, so before anybody, when they come in, we ask them, have you know, shot a gun range before? Have you be shot gun be range before? You know, we say, yes, no. We're glad we give them a nice pamphlet that has all the range rules and policies and we just tell them, hey, read through these and understand what we expect here, okay? And they say, yes, exactly. You know, they fill out the waiver that states that they read the range rules. <laughs> and then they go in there and five minutes in, they're sealing. So no, the that we have to really? All the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All the time. So it's, it's you know, we don't want to beat a dead horse, but we want people to pay attention because they're not the only one in there. And it's a safety reason for everybody else that you understand what we're expected in there. And when our RSOs, that's what we're in there for is to make sure everybody's obeying the rules. And we've had so this is when people actually got very heated about it, um, you know, very confrontational. Like, it, it's always the worst ones that think they know best on the range, and then we have to correct them and get some, you know, we've had some shoddy matches and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, it is our range, and everybody's a guest there. We don't want to kick people out, but if it comes to that, we will do it. I got an it's idea. Just, just, for the benefit of, know, it's just for the benefit of everybody in there. Yes, sir.
1: Got a great idea. Build a 6x6. Six uh, bars like a like a jail, and when they <laughs> yeah, no do problem. that, lock him in it, and that way, if anybody says, "What's he in there for?" because he shot a hole in the roof, trust me, you would embarrass him so bad that it would never happen again.
7: Take him to the stockades. There you, you know, go. Shotgun shell casings at him. It'd be, it'd be, I, I, mm, you well, like that I, idea, don't you? It, see what we can do. <laughs> you know, and, and we're not. We don't want to like publicly shame or anything like that. You know, it's just we just when people are doing things wrong, we'll quietly go up to them. Yeah. Well, just let them know. They're like, hey, man, just let you know you're shooting a little high there. Let's bring the target down a little bit or various other things that happen. And we're just there for everybody else's safety because, you know, if people keep doing it over and over and over. Then The rest of the people are going to pay attention. So that's why we're so quick to correct things in there.
1: So let me ask you this. That person shooting a hole in the roof, first-time shooter, uh-huh. old time shooter.
7: I want to say it's always the first times, but it's, it's pretty much everybody. Like, we'll have a lot of people. Well, you know, a lot of us guys here we're ex-military. We have a lot of Marines in here. We have we're close to a lot of military bases, so we'll have a bunch of military guys coming here. Like, oh, you know, I shoot my whole life. I know what I'm uh, doing. I'm like, okay, dude, but I'm looking at your grouping at five yards out, and uh,
1: or better yet, I'm looking at your grouping. Little, yeah. I'm looking at your grouping in the ceiling, and you're just a yeah. tad off. You know, you ought to stick some trophy or targets up there just so people go, "What's that up there for?" Oh, that's for the dummies that don't know how to shoot downrange.
7: And all of our target carriers, are all matte black and armor plate and stuff. So when people shoot them, it turns out to be a big white spot. So we'll walk up and down the line and we're like, huh, there's a white spot on that carrier. So we'll go over <laughs> there and watch. And that's why we have our cardboard targets marked a target below the line so that there's about a two-foot gap between the ceiling and their targets itself. So we can actually track people. We'll walk by and we're like, okay, I see a lot of impacts high. like, hey let you know you a little bit high here, let's help adjust your grip and get you back on target. Yeah. I,
2: I think a lot it, of it, it has to, you know, nobody wants to feel like they're embarrassed, and I, I think that if, mm-hmm. you know, shooters listening out there, um, and it's nothing to be embarrassed over. I mean, if there's a, a right. rule or something that's that's a little different on that range or whatever, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's nothing to be, you know, and, and they come over and say, hey, you know, hey, can you can you change the way you're doing things a little bit? It's nothing to be embarrassed over. It's certainly not a, you know, uh, right. it's, it's nothing personal, but. I've been to your range a lot. I've honestly, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything that even caused me to to worry. I, I've always seen. Yeah. Uh, I think for the most part, uh, everybody's extremely safe, and your your uh, cool. range safety officers officers are uh, very professional. Yeah, but you got to remember, he's
1: there ten days a week, right? Yeah, or ten hours, <laughs> ten to ten, seven days a week. And there's always yeah. that guy, right?
7: Yep, you know it, it's it's probably about one a day that you'll get where you're just like, man, uh, that person should not be allowed to shoot a gun again. Wow! Dude. And it's, it's every once in a while I know we we'll have days where like everybody's like, hey man, everybody's shooting great today. It's a great day. We're all happy. Yeah. And then just some days you're looking at the top, then you're looking at the target carriers, and you're like,
1: huh, what
7: the heck? Yeah, you're looking at it, just like there's like bullet holes all around the top of the tar- targets. We're like, okay, let's uh let's figure out what's going on here.
3: Well, it's, it's not just, that, just that too. It's,
7: it, you know?
3: it's sometimes it's people, rules. sometimes people don't know that they're supposed to unload their firearm right there at the right there at the target. You know, instead yeah. of you yeah, know yeah, back yeah. on the bench back there.
7: That's a that's a big one, and we'll just let people know. Like, yeah. when, especially when we have new shooters, they have their gun in a little bucket. We're like, all right, first things first, bring the gun up to the booth, and unload it up there, because we don't like anybody. The reason behind that is there's a black line behind the target, behind the uh, the uh, the lanes. And what the purpose of that is so that nobody's handling any firearms behind people. Mm. You know, when you have the lanes up there, at least you have ballistic glass between each lane. That can help in case an accident or a negligent discharge goes off. Right. But when people, if they're assembling with their guns behind the lane and everybody's looking forward, mm. nobody knows what's going on because everybody has that tunnel vision. You know, they're like, ah, I'm shooting here while there's some new person or somebody else that's just not paying attention. And it's just fumbling with a gun behind the line. It's like, okay, let's make sure that that's not happening. Wow. And, you know, we, we just let people know. the like, Okay, cool. Thanks, man. And it's different. You know, you have different different rules on different ranges. And that's that's why we make sure we let everybody know.
1: Hey, I hear December 7th is right around the corner.
7: Oh, yes. Yep. We got two weeks, and that is going to be a great day. So it's going to be a grand old time, December 7th. And we actually have one guy that's coming in. He's bringing... He said he has about 40 uniforms from World War I up to Vietnam, and he's going to bring all those in on display. Whoa. He's going to bring wow. weapons from 1901 up until Vietnam. He has F-14s. He has everything. Um, I'm bringing a couple guns in. I think Jason's going to bring a couple. So we're going to have this whole booth set up. It's going to be like a nice little museum. And then we're going to have a couple guns that we're going to put on the range for people to actually shoot. So we're going to have a one Grand. We're going to have a Finnish. We're going to have a couple of mods and baguettes. We're gonna have a bunch of fun stuff in there.
1: So, what, what time? Does, what time does this uh, party start?
7: So that was gonna start at five o'clock.
1: Okay, so five to closing. So
7: gonna, five to closing. So we're basically gonna we're gonna shut down half the range for that day. So if anybody's listening, that comes in your option. That day is gonna be half the range shut down just for the older weapons and whatnot. So people can come in there and handle them and shoot them. And just get that experience of it. And up on our social media, we're going to have all of our pricing coming up this week. So if everybody follows our social media on Instagram and whatnot, then they're going to be well informed.
1: All right. That's the main thing. And I'm sure it's going to be a tad crowded, so it'd be smart to get there a little early.
7: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, we're going to start setting up around three and then it's going to kick off at five.
1: I was going to say, you probably have all your displays done between three and five. Yep.
3: And how do how do people Absolutely. find you on Instagram, Casey? How do they find so, the range on K- In- Instagram? Uh,
7: Yep, our Instagram is the Gun Range SD.
3: Yeah.
7: And so and, we're, gonna and we if, post, we're actually, uh, I'm in charge of social media now. I'm partial of it, so. It's fun. We like to make some funny videos that we're coming out with, and our whole thing that we're going to start doing now is weekly range safety videos where we take something that happened in the range, you know, like a safety violation or something, and we're going to make a little parody of it and then talk about the importance. Like, that is why you keep a weapon downrange at all times. So we're actually going to be doing one tonight and we'll have it posted up tomorrow.
3: Yeah. I saw the one for Thanksgiving. It was fun.
7: Yeah. What was, <laughs> Hey, what's your Instagram again? The what? The gun range SD.
3: The gun range right. SD. And what yeah. about, you guys need to follow it. What about social
7: media? I mean, social media. What about uh, on uh, Facebook? Is, on Facebook, it's the gun range San Diego. So we have, we have Instagram and Facebook.
3: And then uh, you guys doing any, anything for cyber Monday. I know you're running some special now on some boxes uh, of bullets or something.
7: We're aware of. So, we did our Black Friday sale on ammo and we actually extended it into yesterday. That's what it was. But we are uh we are, <laughs> you guys gotta
3: be spent. I mean and then you sold all those guns last uh what? Yep. For the four so, percent yeah. over last Saturday, whenever that was. Yeah. Week ago. The
7: week less, or the right. week our four percent sale yep. we sold almost nine we sold ninety five arms. And then for our Black Friday ammo sale some of the other weapons we sold over forty thousand nine mil rounds. And about another 20, uh, fifteen thousand of two two three.
3: Yeah, good. Well, people need to be following you on the Instagram and following you guys on the Facebook because mm-hmm. you guys are doing a lot of stuff. It's right. a lot of fun. Yep.
7: We're we're taking that over and we're posting all of our deals, all of our sales, updating inventory, everything is going on, on our social media. So because I mean, let's be honest, our phones are in our hands twenty four seven. Right, and uh, and you'll and you'll get alerts too, right? Absolutely. Yep, we get alerts for it. So people people message us, you know, certain pricing and stuff, and when we're in there, we'll. Getting the pricing and whatnot, and you know we're doing as best we can to monitor it.
3: And yep. what what hours are you working down there, Casey?
1: Ten to ten, seven days a week, yeah, three hundred sixty-five days. days a year. It's <laughs>
3: half day. Got it. Well, and everybody should go down there he looking get for to Casey. Work to
2: half a day. That's a
3: half a day. Ten to ten. Yeah.
2: Twelve. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah a half that's a day, so Dave. Yeah. That's only half. Is that, a that Casey? Is that you with the Uzi on Instagram? No, <laughs> That's me. <laughs> that's you. I thought <laughs> so. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah.
1: All right, buddy. Hey, always, always good chatting with you. So. There was a gun question I was going to ask you, but I can't think of it. So when I do, I'll call you. We'll get it next week. Hey, well, now that I've got my alerts, because I completely blew it, and didn't go down there for the four percenter, and Lance was nice enough to send me a reminder the day after. What a salesman. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. Hey, folks, don't forget. Uh, where are we at here? I think we're good.
2: We're good. <laughs> we are good.
1: All right, let's take a quick break. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer, but don't go anywhere. We got Sam the gunman. We're gonna try to stop him. Uh, Michael didn't do a very good job last week, but we're gonna try. Right here on Gun Sports Radio. Welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. Yeah, definitely the answer. Hey, do any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapon for personal protection? Do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what is your plan to pay for bail and the expensive lawyer costs? Well, guess what? Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection. For less than $10 a month, you will have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com or you can call them at 844-357-9400 and make sure you tell them the gang at KCBQ Gun Sports Radio sent you. All right. He's all bandaged up. His wounds have been repaired. And Sam, the
2: gunman, is back. And Mikey, have you got a... I do. Another... another How you doing, Sam? Outstanding. How are you? Excellent. All right, here we go. Another episode of Stump My Nephew with Sam, the gunman. Okay, you ready for the question? Yes, sir. Teresa from Encinitas writes, Does the military, uh, the U.S. military, use a version of the AR rifle that is semi-automatic, or are they all select
9: fire? Um, do they use a version that's semi-automatic? Teresa from Encinitas. That's a great question. Um, according to everything I've read, um, even for designated marksman rifles, um, rifles that are built specifically uh, to be as accurate as possible, they don't use, um, or well, as accurate as practical for, um, at, at the squad level. They still use full-auto lowers and, and trigger groups because that's what they have available, um, and they, they just don't use the, the fully automatic functionality. Most of the M4 carbines in use by, um, uh, well, the, the Marine Corps is the primary user. The, the Army uses the, the full-auto M4A1, but the, uh, the Marine Corps uses burst fire M4s that's exactly what she said. Now when you were talking about the designated
2: uh uh Marksman rifle, like what's an example of a designated marksman rifle when it comes to ARs?
9: Um well they uh they um at, at the squad level they use basically just an M sixteen A four that's uh sort of accurized. They they put on some extra parts and they use um they specifically use the full auto trigger pack instead of the uh, the three-round burst trigger pack because it supposedly gives a more consistent trigger pull on semi-automatic. And
2: what, is, what does Accurized mean, real quick?
9: Um, they use higher quality components um, with uh, like a, a barrel with a better finish, uh, more um, generally, yeah, just, just higher quality components.
2: Gotcha. Well,
9: you got it right, and then some. Okay.
2: All right. Very impressed. Awesome job. Yep. Thanks a lot, Sam. The gun, you know, we ought to bring him out for gun prom. He is, he's coming out. Yeah, you got that on your calendar, gun prom, May the 4th? Uh,
9: yeah, I guess I guess I do now. Yeah, Mike's, yeah.
2: Mike's paying your way. You don't
6: even have to warning. worry about
1: it. No, Mike's <laughs> gonna fly you out. He's got his private jet lined up. It so says San Diego County Nano down the side. Yeah, right. he send exactly. a Buick. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you the Buick. We'll <laughs> send you <laughs> out the kind of gun gun or... Buick. Got it. No, Thanks, we, Sam. We, we definitely would love to have you out. Seriously, if you're, there's a way you can. Work out your schedule. We would love to have you. I'd love to be there.
2: All right. We'll work on it. All right, man. Good job, Sam.
1: As always. Thanks. Have a good one. Next week. All right. And now, with no further ado, Lance Reeder. Hey, hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show today. Our hey. pleasure. How you doing,
0: bud? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And gearing up for our sixth annual charity handgun and rifle course uh, for leukemia and lymphoma. And uh, we've got... We got well over 150 people already enrolled. Wow. We're expecting wow. somewhere between 300 and 350 total enrollments. Wow!
3: And how does someone enroll, Lance?
0: Well, um, Lance,
3: <laughs> we go
0: to, they go to www.charitycourse.gives. It's not .com. It's .gives. So it's charitycourse.gives. And that website has got all the details, the when, where, how, why, cost, everything. We've got some photographs of previous um, charity events. We've got highlight videos. I'm a I'm a big believer that a, that a picture is worth a thousand words. And so okay. uh, people can go there and, and check out the event.
3: And then separately, they've got to make their own uh, arrangements for a hotel-motel thing.
0: Exactly. And, um, and once they get enrolled, we start sending out information with that. Those details. We, we send out the names and uh, the phone numbers for hotels, and um, uh, people have the option to sign up for some dinners in the evening if they would like. And so once people get enrolled, then we start shooting all that other ancillary details to them. So and, um, and Lance, one thing um, um, uh, in, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I want to thank you guys. Um, Michael Schwartz, there of uh, SDCGO, I want to thank you. Um, you've been a wonderful supporter of this event and not only donating to the raffle uh for the past couple years but also um you know spreading the word and encouraging people to participate and and lance you know you as well have been out for the past couple years uh supporting the event and then coming on board this year as our media sponsor Uh, i just both of you i can't thank you enough
3: Uh, it's our pleasure we're just gonna get dave to write the check Very very small. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I'm the one writing the check. I didn't even get a thank you.
0: Well, Dave, once I get that check, you know, oh, like you didn't get last year's.
3: No, you do. You do such a great.
1: You do such a great job, and it, you know, and if my schedule wasn't such that, you know, my weekends are all television, so it's kind of tough for me. But everybody I've talked to that's been to your event, you know, everything from the first time shooter to the full time shooter very impressed loved it and i think that's why you're seeing your because what the very first event you did how many people showed up
0: we had 57 people and that how many did you good. have last year last year we had 265 yes and you've only been doing this for six <laughs> years it, yeah, we're yeah we've done uh, five of them so far. We're gearing up uh, for our sixth one coming up here in the spring, March fifteenth. And and you're right, it just grows and grows. People come back uh, from this charity event and um, and just raving about it. They're yep. telling their coworkers, they're telling their friends and family, and and uh, so one of their friends or family ends up coming with them the next year, and it just grows. Everybody comes back uh, year after year because it's such a wonderful event it's not just a good cause um, but it's 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 life-changing and life-saving skills that they're learning right. how, learning how to run a concealed handgun or a battle rifle and uh from the from literally the best civilian firearm school in the country and that's not
1: bad for not having a budget for advertising yeah
0: yeah absolutely I mean really
1: and, we can, one thing- you're not on television you're not doing full page ads i mean you know a lot of nope. and I, I use no. this as a compliment even though i'm the one writing a check uh but the yeah. bottom line is you know it's word of mouth and there's nothing you know you could say the same thing about san diego county gun owners i mean michael started off mm-hmm. first year what'd you have mikey
2: first year as far as members signing up well 11. we started off with zero nothing and then we by the end of the first year i think we had about 300 yeah. 350. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and what do you got today about 1300 that's another one of those <laughs> never wrote a check for advertising it is you know my my no, wife yeah. my wife was was hesitant to go she didn't want to go the front site. she didn't want to go to the charity shoot. Went last year, had so much fun. This year, I said, oh, hon, you know what? It's actually, it's March 15th. That's your birthday. So, and she said, we're going. No, that's, She goes, yeah, and your yeah, point is, Yeah, I know, Aww, we're going. Nice. So, she's excited. So, I know, even if you're kind of hesitant, like, ah, gee, I don't know. It's kind of a big commitment going out of town. It's so well worth it. It's so much more fun. Right. I've been to front site uh, separately, and I've been to front site through this charity event. Charity events, way much, right. way more fun. And you'll get a, yeah, get a birthday cake. Yeah, you going to get a birthday cake. Well, you know you better have a birthday cake. Are you writing this down, Mr. Reader? <laughs> really,
1: really Absolutely. big birthday cake.
0: Birthday cake for Laura. I there got it on go. the list. Write that down.
1: All right, buddy. Give the website out one more time.
0: It's www.charitycourse.gives. All right, buddy.
1: Hey, thanks a lot, and enjoy the rest of your day, and I hope you had a fabulous Thanksgiving.
0: You too, and thank you for having me on the show. Our All right.
1: pleasure. All right, folks. Hey, we're going to be rolling out of here, and I just want to take a few minutes just to thank San Diego County Gun Owners. You need to go to their website, Owners.com, uh, The Gun Range San Diego, unbelievable people. You'll have the best experience ever buying a firearm or getting some training. Just go to their website, diego.com and, of course, cafirearmslaw.com. That's our good buddy, John Dillon at Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP. Firearmslegal.com. Hey, $10. Come on, folks. Protect yourself and your whole family. $10. You can't beat it. Trident Gunsmithing. TridentGunsmithing.com. If you're a hunter or you need to have somebody work on your gun, Dan is the gunsmith there, and he is amazing. And last but not least, www.calikey.com. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. And I want to thank Lance and Mike for coming in. And Lance's lovely wife, Eileen. She's here. She made a crack cake that will knock your socks off. Awesome, yeah. I got to buy a new... And a new I'm not ball. sharing. That's all there is to it. Stay tuned. I've got a great show coming up, 50-50, written by Sylvia Wilkerson. We're going to talk about Huntington's disease, Who took? who is taking John Paul Jr.'s life. If you know anything about John Paul, you won't, won't want to leave. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment.